Shalom, and welcome to Sunday School Special, where biblical motivation leads towards spiritual dedication, where I, Miss Jones, your host and narrator for this podcast, am reading extra content towards Sunday School lessons. Today is our seventh reading for our Sunday School lesson titled, Israel Demands a King, which will be coming from 1 Samuel 8 chapter, 1st through the 11th verses, and 18th through the 20th verses. Today's reading is titled, The Lord Gives a King. And before I read, I would like to give note that reading or listening to the last daily reading is still not enough in understanding what the Sunday School lesson will be about. I do encourage you and again implore you to please read the daily readings from the 1st through the 7th to have even more understanding of how everything comes together and what the Lord has for us. This will also prompt for thorough discussion during Sunday school. Now, back to the word of the Lord. I will be reading from New Application Study Bible, New International Version. When Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons as Israel's leaders. The name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second son was Abijah, and they served at Beersheba. But his sons did not follow his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain and accepted bribes and perverted justice. So all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, You are old, and your sons do not follow your ways. Now appoint us a king to lead us, such as all the other nations have. But when they said, Give us a king to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord. And the Lord told him, Listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. As they have done from the day I brought them out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly and let them know what the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking him for a king. He said, This is what the king who will reign over you will claim as his rights. He will take your sons and make them serve with his chariots and horses, and they will run in front of his chariots. When a day comes, you will cry out for relief from the king you have chosen, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they cried, we want a king over us. Then we will be like the other nations, with a king to lead us and to go out before us and fight our battles. I have just read to you 1 Samuel 8 chapter, 1st through the 11th verses, and 18th through the 20th verses. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of this, his holy word. Amen. I will now read extra content from the study Bible pertaining to the scriptures that were just read. As an old man, 
Samuel appointed his sons to be judges over Israel in his place. But they turned out to be corrupt, much like Eli's sons. We don't know why Samuel's sons went wrong. But we do know that Eli was held responsible for his own son's corruption. It is impossible to know if Samuel was a bad parent. His children were old enough to be on their own. We must be careful not to blame ourselves for the sins of our children. On the other hand, parenthood is an awesome responsibility, and nothing is more important than molding and shaping our children's lives. If your grown children are not following God, realize that you can't control them any longer. Don't blame yourself for something that is no longer your responsibility. But if your children are still in your care, know that what you do and teach can profoundly affect your children and it lasts a lifetime. Israel wanted a king for several reasons. One, Samuel's sons were not fit to lead Israel. Two, the twelve tribes of Israel continually had problems working together because each tribe had its own leader and territory. It was hoped that a king would unite the tribes into one nation and one army. Three, the people wanted to be like the neighboring nations. This is exactly what God didn't want. Having a king would make it easy to forget that God was their real leader. It was not wrong for Israel to want a king. God had mentioned the possibility in Deuteronomy 17 chapter 14 through the 20th verses. Which on a side note, I hope you listen to. Yet in reality, the people were rejecting God as their leader. The Israelites wanted laws, an army, and a human monarch in the place of God. They wanted to run the nation through human strength, even though God's strength could make them flourish in the hostile land of Canaan. The people clamored for a king, thinking that a new system of government would bring about a change in the nation. But because their basic problem was disobedience to God, their other problems would only continue under the new administration. What they needed was a united faith, not a uniform rule. Had the Israelites submitted to God's leadership, they would have thrived beyond their expectations. Our obedience is weak if we ask God to lead our family or personal life, but continue to live by the world's standards and values. Faith in God must touch all the practical areas of life. Israel was called to be a holy nation, separate from and unique among all others. The Israelites' motive in asking for a king was to be like the nations around them. This was in total opposition to God's original plan. It was not their desire for a king that was wrong, but their reasons for wanting a king. Often, we let others' values and actions dictate our attitudes and behavior. Have you ever made a wrong choice because you wanted to be like everyone else? Be careful that the values of your friends or heroes don't pull you away from what God says is right. When God's people want to be like unbelievers, they are heading for spiritual disaster. I hope you have enjoyed this reading, as I did, and learning so much more. And again, I implore you that if you haven't read 
the daily readings 1 through 6, I encourage you to go back and just listen. It is less than 10 minutes long, if not less than 6 minutes long. Just a little time to even hear more extra content that will help you to be even not only proficient, but understanding more of what God is showing us. And in order to see what God is showing us, we must open up the book and read. And if you do not have time for that, then please feel free to replay these readings as many times as you want. It is free, no charge. If you want to donate, if the Lord has put it on your heart to do so, thank you and God bless. If not, still, thank you and God bless for your listening support. Again, this is our seventh reading for today, titled, The Lord Gives a King, from 1 Samuel, a chapter, 1st through the 11th verses, and 18th through the 20th verses, leading up to our Sunday school lesson in the same scripture, which is titled, Israel Demands a King. Our next reading will be for the student edition and the teacher edition of the Sunday school lesson. Be ready. Look forward to seeing you there. Until then, this is Miss Jones here at Sunday School Special, where biblical motivation leads towards spiritual dedication. Shalom and God bless.